on today's Midcorp Madness. We are continuing again. I keep saying that every single intro, big, but we are continuing conference preview season. By now, we've done low major, mid major, ACC, Big East, and Big Ten. And now we are hopping over in alphabetical order slash numerical to the Big 12, who now has 14 teams, who still has not as many teams as the Big 10, even though their number is larger than the Big than 10. None of this makes sense, Bigs. But what does make sense is that the Big 12 is going to be loaded again, Bigs. So we'll talk about everything, talk about the newcomers right after this. I think the biggest storyline is probably quite honestly your favorite topic in sports, and that is realignment. Um, they add the Big 12 four new teams this year to get up to 14 with checks notes Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, and BYU, but then we'll also lose two more going into next year. With Texas and Oklahoma, I don't think I actually I may have seen that there's talks with Gonzaga just literally days ago. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw something about that, and also remember they're actually adding Arizona, Utah. Oh my god, who are they adding next year? It's Arizona. Are they adding Arizona State, Utah, and maybe like I gotta look at the Pac-12 schools again. The only ones that aren't that aren't that aren't getting homes next year: Washington State and Oregon State. Ooh, they have a title for these teams. So in August, the Big 12 Conference landed the, quote, four-corner Pac-12 schools. So that's the four corners. Uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. I believe Colorado, you said all of them. Okay, of oh, course, you you missed Colorado? Okay. So that'll bring it back to 16 next year. Um, when are one of these conferences with 16 teams just could be the Sweet 16? Can they do that? I don't know. Can, can you do that? I don't Probably know. not. Yeah. Probably not. Um, Pac-12, the six sixteen. You know the Pac-12. If they could add a couple teams, could be the Final Four. <laughs> Get it? Because they only have like two. Well, right now, yeah, they'd have to add two more. Yeah, exactly. Who wants to join the Pac-12 and be called yeah. the Final Four? I know, I know. Um, so what are you more intrigued by? The teams coming in or the teams going out? Which teams are going out? I forget. Texas, Oklahoma. Oh. Next yeah, year. I, guess, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm intrigued by, I'm intrigued by just the total raw number of just awesome ass teams this year. I think I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm not all that intrigued by Oklahoma or Texas. You're not or, intrigued by Texas. I don't know. I think they're going to, I mean, they're going to be fine. Yeah. I like Texas. I like Texas, this roster. We'll, we'll get it. I'm we'll get into that later. Big, big, big says that Texas isn't going to make the tournament. That's what I just yeah, heard. Texas sucks. Yeah. yeah there it is. We'll, we'll yeah. argue it out later. I think I think they'll be good. I'm, it's hard for me to be all that intrigued about the newcoming teams, though. I guess I, I mean Houston obviously is going to be really good, and I think Cincinnati's got a chance to be okay. Um, I don't know though. BYU has been they're in like a weird down cycle right now. I guess for for what we what we assume they'll be a down cycle. I guess they haven't been great. It's been maybe two years that they have they had that year, maybe the COVID year where like the tournament got taken away and they would have been amazing. And I feel like since then they haven't been much and then UCF is just kind of 
like I, I have in my tears. Take the checks, take the losses, baby. Like we're gonna get rich, but we're gonna lose a lot. So all, all I know about them is they're in the central part of Florida. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, Orlando, basically. The Orlando market, was that the reason? It's basically like the Rutgers in the Big Ten. You know, like, hey, we just want to tap into that Orlando market, I guess, because uh, that one, I guess, is just flush with televisions, maybe. I don't I don't know. But um, I heard that's where Samsung is located. Samsung? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Fl- flush with TVs, that's why. I have a Samsung, so. Lamb. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who are you more? What are, what are you intrigued by in terms of the, the stand or goings? I just love – I see conference realignment as, like, the trade deadline in NBA. I, I love seeing who's going where and then, like, um, evaluating what's, like, their new starting lineup and rotation look like and have it's they actually improved. Never-ending content, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I also I also am obsessed with looking at, like, three- and four-team deals and trying to figure out who who is each team giving up and receiving, you know, because it's, like, tough to just – like two team tra- trades are like very easy to track that because it's just two of them, but when yeah. you add in the third or fourth team, it gets a lot more difficult. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's are... not what you wanted to know. Know when you asked asked your question. No, I mean that's like that's like the lifeblood of the NBA. That league would be dead if it weren't for trades. That's all anyone actually cares about. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. I mean, um, with college, it, it is interesting. Like, you wonder if I, I have this feeling with the Big Ten. I assume that will eventually like the end game for them. I, end game in quotations because there's it never seems like there's actually an end game but it feels like for the for the time being like the short-term end game is to add two more teams get to 20 and have like four or five team pods at least from yeah. a football perspective i don't i don't know about basketball but I so what what's the next conference too. gone then if that were if if that were to actually happen there's these four mega conferences with 20 teams each is it the acc that's the odd man out I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I just, I don't even, I mean, like you keep hearing rumors about the ACC teams like Carolina and Clemson mm-hmm. and, and some of these teams are, are like Florida state kind of looking for a reason to get out and go somewhere. But I don't know. I mean, th- these teams come from somewhere. I mean, maybe it's Gonzaga, but th- that's not a football thing, but um, you know, Notre Dame, I know is kind of a, a, a piece that everybody seems to kind of want really bad. And, um, you know, they're in the ACC, but, I have no idea, and then I, so I guess I'm just curious what the Big 12 it will be the Big 16 basically coming up here. Maybe you have four 14 pods, and you have, like, the four corner schools in their own, like, mini pod. Like how the NFL – it's like the NFLization of college hoops or college sports in general where everybody then feels like they're playing for something. Because um, you hear this – they talk about – I know Titus has talked about this a ton on his. It's like Arizona's used to basically winning their conference. Uh, Kansas kind of used to winning their conference every year. Uh, Houston has gotten very used to like winning its conference every year. Someone's not going to win this conference. True. Only one team's going to win this conference. A lot of teams are not going to win the conference, you know, and, and someone who's used to finishing first, second or third in the league might be finishing like fifth or sixth. It's like, is that a thing that matters? I I have no idea. Maybe that's just shit that we talk about that really doesn't matter at all. And that's why a conference realignment is just like an endless evergreen content factory, um, which is why I don't, I can't even wrap my brain around it sometimes. So it's like you go around in circles forever talking about like, well, what if this happens? And then, you know, uh, it probably won't. And it's good fodder. Well, though. Earth will fucking explode before we, before we get the answer to all these questions anyway. By the way, did you see Oppenheimer yet? Did you say you saw that? Oh my that? gosh. I still haven't freaking seen it, but <laughs> no. at this point, at, at this point, I'm just, let, let me see when it comes out on DVD. You're going to, you have to watch, if you do that though, you need to make the commitment to like put your phone away 
like minimize all distraction. You need to be watching it because it's not one of those movies. Biggs, it's October 31st. That's, uh, I I don't know exactly when we're going to release this, but it's October 10th today. So I only have to wait three more weeks. So it's coming out the 31st. Yeah. That's, that's Halloween. That is, I can watch Oppenheimer before I can watch college basketball games. Yeah. Well, you should, because once college basketball comes, you're obviously going to be watching those. Except I've been, I've been, I got back on Ozark. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, I stopped watching after maybe like the second season. It got a little. Uh, I, I just kind of ran out of gas for me. But the non the non accountant in you. Yeah, that's money true. laundering just doesn't interest you like it does. No, I'm much. I've been watching Suits. I'm much more into like. Oh, um, great show! Did I tell you to watch that? No, I mean I, I, I probably, but I've heard it before. It's it's okay. it's not bad. I've enjoyed it so far. It's amazing. It's okay. Don't don't say it's not bad. It's amazing. It it runs out of it. It gets a little repetitive, just like every good show seems to. You know, but true. Um. Yeah, it's 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 solid. I I definitely enjoy it so far. All right. So uh, speaking of suits, um, are there any coaches in this conference that wear suits? Because that's that's who we should start with. I think start with start at the top, figure out who yeah. is the best dressed, and talk about that who, team. Who deserves the most respect? I'm going down. Uh, the does does Otzelberger wear suits? No, he wears like a he wears a medium like polo shirt because he's got okay. he's got some big arms. I'm just gonna Google pick coaches of like sideline pictures I, how about rodney terry no he, he wears like the tech he's no, got like he a doesn't. nike yeah. uh scott drew he doesn't scott drew doesn't no he wears like a sweater out there oh like my that gosh man is, is that who's a tcu coach dixon no he doesn't either i don't i don't Kansas know if there is State. one that demands respect watch it be the central florida coach and now we have to start talking about that guy and bill self doesn't either huggy or I, Huggy Bear's showing up on Google, but I, I was about to say Huggy Bear doesn't. But then, if that guy he wants also, to, keep he, he also doesn't coach anymore. So, well, maybe it's one of Actually, those. Wait, where this no. guy has an opportunity where it's like, hey, dress for the job you want. You Is know, he still fighting for his job? No idea. <laughs> All right, let, let's just start with the favorite then. Let's just do that. That's usually what we're saying is this conference has nobody with any fucking integrity. Yeah, but they have a lot of talent. So a lot of talent. Yeah, trade player boys. They're basketball players. Life's all about trade offs. There. Um, speaking of trade offs, uh, Kansas. They get Hunter Dickinson in the transfer portal, but also get Arterio Morris, but can't use him because he's suspended indefinitely. Um, Nick Timberlake, um, Towson guy. Now, he's been there for a while, I know. Um, probably like a fourth or fifth year guy. Um, as I'm reading this, I like to see like your name clicking in the Google Doc. It just throws me off. So stop that, please. <laughs> um, but also... Just so you know, they bring back those guys. <laughs> Uh, but also return three starters: Dewan Harris, Kevin McCullough, KJ Adams. So kind of just, I'm just call them loaded. They they also have a five star recruit coming in, El Marco Jackson. Um, great name. He's automatically jumps to the top of the name list. But loaded team, um, definitely the favorite in the pack, in the Big Twelve. Almost said Pac Twelve, um, where they would also be the favorite. Um, and one of the top teams in the country. What do you think? Yeah, I would say that's fair. I mean, Kansas. Generally, in the last 20 years, if at the beginning of the year you'd have been like, hey, Kansas is going to be one of the top teams in the country, you'd be right because they pretty much always are. And uh, the talent on paper is – I don't think it's as like – I don't know. I kind of want – I do want to see like what they look like here. Like they don't look particularly deep to me. And I do feel like it's a team that – like I think they're going to be ranked number one. Yep. Probably. But I, do you think they lose in November? Yeah. I – I guess without knowing what their schedule is, don't they play in the Maui tournament? Like they, they always, and they play, do they play Duke probably or Kentucky? 
Um, okay, I mean, that, that, that's a terrible question to ask because chances are they're going to lose because they yeah, do load up I, with those. Agree. They always play a really good non-conference. Yeah. But also, they play do they Kentucky. look like just a, an amazing ass team to you? Like, I think they're good, but like, I wouldn't say they're like a like a big bad. Just like I bet you this team's going to be incredible. I have a feeling their offense is going to be clunky at times. They're like a one bad injury away from being mid five guys. Exactly. Basically, um, they did. They don't have a ton of depth. They did add this guy from I know he's like I think he's Australian. Uh, Johnny yeah, Johnny Trophy. I had seen a highlight re- reel on him on Twitter when he once he committed. Um, and he he can stroke it. Um, six seven wing guy. Um, so he figures to probably get some playing time, add a little depth, but not a ton. Um, oh, there's another there's another Braun who likes to pr- pronounce his name Brown. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, Christian Brown's brother. Um, I don't no, think you, he's you, gonna play, isn't he? Like a big man. Yeah, he's not gonna play much. But like, if you're just looking at a roster here, you see it'd be Duck Dickinson, Adams, kind of sliding into that, a more natural four spots. Um, Harris, McCuller, probably Timberlake, st- all starting, and then your bench is Jackson, unless if he can over. I mean, who cares who starts? No, he'll play a lot. But like, yeah. When you use Jackson and probably Furphy, you have like a seven-man rotation there. That yeah, are, that Arterio Morris suspension is going to loom large, I think. Yeah, Javari McDowell's like a top one hundred guard, but I mean, I, yeah, it might be like a like a bench guy. I mean, they they'll ride they'll ride their top basically six guys, but and and beyond that, I mean, I I just think like those all those six guys are probably going to average like twenty five to thirty two minutes a game. You're right. If if Hunter Dickinson or McCuller or Dewan Harris goes down with an injury, you know, tough sledding. But I, I don't know. I like I like the team. Obviously, like they're ranked. They're going to be ranked number one. They'll probably they should be ranked in the top five. Like I'm not I'm not disputing any of that. I guess I'm just seeing a team that I don't think is like. I don't think they're like so loaded. I, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider them like way better than any of these Big Twelve teams. Like I think they'll take losses to some of these other contenders in the top of the league. I think they're good, but I just have a feeling like they're gonna have nights where the offense kind of looks gross. I have a, I have I have feel good about that. Like Dewan Harris, love that player. Kevin McCullough, two of my favorite guys in college hoops. They're not great offensive players though. They're they're like really good grinder defensive guys. You know, KJ Adams, same thing. Like he's not a particularly highly skilled guy right like they don't have great shooting and so i think teams are gonna pack the paint and you know basically force kansas into playing like a brick festival ball game and i think they're gonna get got a few times like they're gonna load up they're gonna rack up wins but i don't know i could see i could see you looking up at the in at the midpoint in like february or something and kansas has like i don't know 16 and 5 or something they have more losses than it's like wait a second i thought they were gonna be good but they'll still be on the one line because every single win they get is a quote unquote quad one win. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. <clears throat> now, the next kind of grouping I see here, Biggs, um, is kind of Houston, Baylor, Texas. Um, Iowa State, I feel like you only put them in contenders because they don't fall in line with your next tier, which is purple. Um, does that make is that right? Or do you actually think they're contenders? I found myself the more I look into Iowa State's roster, I I do kind of dig it. Like I think there's you a like them, really, okay? Yeah. I, I Is mean, it I more of a system thing with Otzelberger and like having just like a tough nose, tough nose defense type thing, 
Or do you think that these guys who a lot of them were like freshmen who got playing time, um, do you think that they are going to, you know, take that next step? I think it's a combination. I mean, obviously last year, the last two years have proven like Iowa State, I mean, Otzelberger's for real in terms of implementing like a, a, a tough-nosed defensive system that they're gonna their floor is high. Um, but then I'm also just buying, I think, like they recognize that their half-court offense got stuck in the mud way too often last year. They went out and added some guys with some juice. Um, Jackson P- P- Pavelski, I think is his name, from Wofford. He was the freshman of the year, I believe, in the SoCon. Is like a high-level shooter. I only Keyshawn, know two players ever from Wofford because those are the only two that matter. Fletcher uh, McGee, Storm Murphy. Oh, Noah Dahlman back in the day. I played against him in high school. He oh, he's from Minnesota. Wofford. You must love him. He kicked ass. He was a yeah. force. His brother was actually more highly rated. He went to Michigan State. And then Noah, I remember when we played against them in high school, he was like a year or two older than me, but I was like, that dude is an animal. Like he's a he's a bigger problem than the other guy who's more highly rated. Um, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they also had Kishan Gilbert, a UNLV transfer, who I just remember, like he, he had okay numbers for UNLV last year as kind of a, a combo guard type. But God, I was watching. They played Minnesota, I think, in one of like their early season, you know, Thanksgiving time tournaments, and the announcers were just popping the biggest boner for this kid. They're like, he reminds me of John Morant, and it's like, no, he doesn't. He's not that good. <laughs> He's a nice player. Uh, I think there's a chance that he gives him some juice off the bench. Um, and then their recruiting class, like Omaha Bellahue or Bellahue or Bellahue, Bellahue, Bellahue or whatever. I don't know how to say his name, but like he's. I, by, I think it's by you, like. Like, like in Louisiana, bank, like LSU. Okay, yeah, by, he's, by you. He's apparently the real deal. I mean, he was like a top. He's like a top forty recruit, um, borderline five star guy, and like a lot of people have him as like a one and done caliber, like high level, high level offensive player. Is he? I see you have a number eleven power forward. Is he in the mold of like uh, who is the guy from Duke that is like a, a reclassified? For a guy, uh, Marvin Bagley, is he like that type, like a kind of skinnier and kind of take you out on, on the wing, or more of like a in the lane, do the dirty work type of guy? To my knowledge, he he can do a little of both. From what I've read about him, is like he's kind of the total package. Like he's an inside outside kind of combo forward. Who I, I don't remember what he weighs, but I mean he's like six eight six nine. So he's yeah, not he, a, he's not he's as skinny. forceful. I don't think as Bagley. Yeah, he's but skinny, I see. He's listed at 225, so he's probably not like a heavy, you know, powerhouse type. But like, to my knowledge, if I remember from reading up, and, and like, I'm not, I'm not like grinding on, you know, Waukee, Iowa tape and like Mocon Elite AAU tape. But he's a he's a highly skilled. He can face up. He can knock down a shot a little bit. He can go into the post and score. Like, I just, I think there's a chance that he turns into a pretty good player. And same with their other big, is it Milan Movchilovic, Mo, I think. I've heard he's a very good shooter. Yeah. And so I think the recruiting is, I think they're going to give them, I think just the issues that they had last year in terms of scoring, let's be clear. I, I do think, like, I would take Texas, I would take Baylor, I would take Houston above Iowa State. Or I guess I think those teams are better. But I guess I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa State is kind of in that Virginia where it's like, you know how Virginia's not as talented as some of those ACC teams, but they just, over the course of 20 conference games, they just don't lose games they shouldn't, and they just kind of end up surviving a lot of those games and their record's better. And they kind of wear down teams too. 
Yeah, like I feel like Iowa State will have that. Like I just don't think they're going to lose a lot of games. And, and granted, the offense will still probably not be awesome because their offense was not great last year. But I love the point guard, Tamon Lipsy. Started last year. Um, really, really good player. Just a great floor general type of point guard. He's a lot like Dewan Harris, I think, in that he's he's not going to score a ton. Like I don't know what he averaged last year, but he just kind of does a lot of the little stuff. Um, you know, he plays a lot like, uh, remember Tyus Jones from Duke. He's not as, he's not as smooth in it. Like he's not going to put up points. Like he's like a diet version of Tyus Jones. So Trey Jones, even like a diet version of Trey Jones probably is probably better, but like not a great athlete, but he just kind of runs the team. He could score a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a eight to 10 points, five to six assists, plays good defense, runs the, runs the show. Um, He's really good, and I like their depth. I don't know. I'm just I'm kind of in on the cyclone, like clone up, baby. Okay. So I do think they belong in that tier. Part of it, you're right. They they don't have purple jerseys, so they definitely don't belong in the Kansas State TCU tier because they're not purple. Right. But they might be like a like a step back of those next the next level of contenders. You're probably right about that. Okay. All right. I win that argument. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to take Texas bigs just cause you were talking mad shit about them earlier. So I feel like you're kind of biased against them to where you wouldn't give them, give them a fair review anyway. Yeah. Um, so I love this team. Why? They, because thanks for asking. Uh, you know, I, I just kind of like to look at like, you know, guards and then forwards, you know, so guards, Tyrese Hunter coming back. He, uh, this is his third year of college. Started off at Iowa State in Otzelberger's first year there, I believe was freshman of the year, um, and then transfers to uh, Texas a year ago. Another great year, paired along, paired alongside Marcus Carr a year ago. Um, just a solid player. And then they bring over Max Acemus, um, tournament darling from like seventeen years ago. I want to say it feels like. Um, okay, more like three years. What year was that? Was that the 2021? Is that yeah. the first year with? Okay, so really no crowds in that one. Um, right. But you know, guy who has, I believe, in that year was the nation's leading scorer. I want to say, and has done it. You know, two tournament appearances at Oral Roberts, and so he he's had a ton of stats. But he's not like that stats guy who like just did it on a crappy one bid league team. He's actually had success at that one bid league team. Um, so I like him coming over. Um, Dylan Mitchell, Dylan DeSue, kind of just like doing like some of the dirty work down low. Um, Dylan DeSue, I'd have to look at his stat line here, but I feel like, is he a double-double guy? Let me see. No, not quite. What? Okay, I thought he averaged a lot more than four and a half rebounds per game. Yeah, he was. He came out at the end of the year. He was okay. really good late in the year. Like, yeah. I, I don't, whatever numbers he averaged last year, I don't even care because I do think he'll be like a, I think he'll be like a 12 and eight type of guy yeah. this year. Um, and then kind of some depth guys, Dylan Mitchell, Brock Cunningham. Um, I feel like they're going to make, take a little leap here. They also get Caden Shedrick over from Virginia, kind of a, you know, a bench guy to come in and provide some good minutes for them. I would imagine. Um, don't think he'll start there, but just a solid six man rotation. Uh, let me look down the roster here, see what other guys I see coming in. Um, Chris Johnson, I think is a highly rated freshman guard. Uh, if, if Horton coming from UCF. Yeah, another, another bench, a bench guy. He's not gonna, yep. he's not gonna score a lot or play a lot, but he's just as comfortable playing a bench role. Yeah. So, no, just solid roster, nice little six, seven man uh, rotation there. 
And I don't know. I just like this team, Biggs. Do you like, uh, do you think Rodney Terry should be the head coach? Yes. I think, think he did enough a, last think, year. All I right. I'll, I'll, I'll ask this then. Maybe I'll rephrase. Do you think he's a good head coach? Do you think he will do a good job? Do you think he will prove worthy of the head coaching outpost that he's been given? That remains to be seen. I think, and like we've heard Gary Parrish's rant on every other podcast. I feel we like. have. Um, but I think that he did enough a year ago to where they weren't just hiring him solely based on success with someone else's roster. I think the situation he was put in, Chris Beard being fired after, you know, abuse, um, not an easy one. And I think that he did a good job of that roster. Where do you think he stacks up when it comes to big 12 coaches? Let's see. Let's take in let's, Bill Self, right? Yeah, right. Let's take in. Uh, let's call take, upper tier Bill Self, uh, Kelvin Sampson, Scott Drew, Otzelberger's probably on that next tier. Um, I can't. Who's the TCU? I can't even think of the TCU coach. Jamie said, Dixon. Jamie Dixon. You said it earlier. Um, can't think. I'd say. Who's the guy for Kansas State? He was uh, Drew's I assistant. Think, uh, I can't think of everyone loves him either. I can't. I'm blanking on it, but everyone loves I'm it. Finding it. I'm finding it. Jerome Tan. <clears throat> I'd say he's in that neck. Like the. Would you rather have him or Wes Miller? You oh, you can't do that to me, Vegas. That's a Carolina guy. I know. Him. He's probably right in the middle of the conference, right? Right. Does that matter when you're talking about ranking them as a contender? Does that knock them down a potential spot? Like if you have them, I think I have them like third or fourth right now. If I were to do a preseason ranking, should they drop down a spot or two because of the coach? Do you think it's a disadvantage that, you know, like everyone, like the people who are low on Villanova, it's basically, it's not because of the talent. It's because Kyle Neptune apparently sucks, even though that man dresses up and deserves it. Does Rodney Terry, come back to hurt Texas enough where it's like, they're, they're good. I don't think they're going to be bad, but like, they're not as good as maybe the talent says they should be. It could happen. Yes. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how much of that fact I want of a factor that'll be. I think they're going to be legit. I do. Um, I, I think I'm curious if I have questions about them in terms of like, a, I wonder if a Smith will translate because I know he was really good at oral Bob and He's small, you know, and I'm just, I'm curious of a, of a high volume scoring guard like that. Like, I think he'll put up points, but what if he's not efficient? You know, like I don't, he was like a 40% three point shooter at Oral Bob. What if he's like a 35% three point shooter, you know? And what if, what if like shots that he gets in the lane against summit league competition, a little different in big 12 play. Like if he's a 15 point a game guy or an 18 point a game guy, but his, but his efficiency is down. Like, can he be the engine of an offense in a Big 12 conference? Because I don't think I don't think they've got great offensive talent. You know, like, Acemas kind of has to be, like, a go-to scoring perimeter guy. Because Tyrese Hunter is, like, an okay guard. I think he'll have the ball in his hands maybe a little more this year. I mean, Acemas is probably going to have it a ton, too. But, like, he ain't going to have it less than he did last year when Marcus Carr was there, right? I imagine he'll have it more this year. Um. But I don't, I don't know. Like, it depends on what kind of jump he takes as well. Cause I don't think he was, he's a really good fill in the gaps, like second guard who can, he defends, right? We love Tyrese Hunter because he does a lot of the little stuff mm-hmm. and he chips in with, with 10 points a game. Like, 
does he take a jump in terms of offensive output? Like Dylan Mitchell showed nothing last year to show like he's he's got offensive talent. Like he's just a six eight. Like basically you have him as the first guy off the bus and he dominates the warmups because he can fly. And then I mean like Dasu, you said it. He's he's a junkyard dog. I think he's gonna be productive just because he's gonna work. I, I worry a little bit about the offense again. Like there's a lot of Big Twelve teams, like spoiler alert here. There's a lot of them I think the offense might it, it's gonna be potentially stuck in the mud a little bit sometimes. Your thoughts? That's fair. Well, let's. Uh, what, what were they on Campbell last year? I feel like that'd be relevant in this conversation. Yeah, great question. I don't know. Yeah. I forgot to. I forgot to ask Campbell. Um, Texas. With his permission to have an opinion. Yeah. But nowadays it's Bart Torvik. Fifteenth in offensive efficiency last year and defense. There. Cons- oh no, is that thirteen? That's thirteen. Fifteen. Thirteen defense. Yep. Thirteenth in defense. Okay. Yep. So they so they were really good offensively, and I'm trying to think who do they lose? They lost Carr, they lose Serge Ibari Rice and Timmy Allen. Oh, and Christian Bishop. Okay, he wasn't great offensively. Jabari Rice and Carr were awesome, so I I think they're going to be good. Don't like I'm I'm again I'm I'm grading these teams based on like the opinion that they're like top 15 teams. I think they're going to be awesome, but that's I guess the thing that I'm like if Texas isn't great, I could see it being because. Maybe Acemus doesn't quite hit, like maybe he's a B instead of an A, you know, and maybe Dylan Mitchell, like Dylan Mitchell is like a top 15 recruit. So mm-hmm. it's also likely that he takes a big jump. Yeah. There's right? some he potential like, there. He averaged like four points a game. Like, can that guy average 12? Can he just, can he be more pr- productive? I mean, he's not going to score a ton, but like, can he give you more than four points a game? You know, he like didn't do anything. So yep. and I do think Desu is going to be awesome. So I, I, I like the team. No doubt. All right, out of I see like in that for, in that contenders tier, we have Houston Baylor remaining. Who, who do you like more? Do you think Houston is able to uh, make the jump and not suffer too much, or like to where they're better than Baylor, or do you think Baylor kind of overshadows them a little bit here? Well, Houston took Baylor's top guy last year, LJ Cryer. That is true, and so I guess I'm gonna say Houston. They made Baylor Cryer by taking LJ Cryer. Oh, by stealing LJ. Yeah, get it? I do. Yeah, we yeah. worked together on that. That was pretty good. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I think Houston's going to be pretty darn good. I think they're both going to be pretty darn good. Although Baylor, I don't know. Last year, do you who, think who's, who's like their guy? Is it Ray J coming in? I see Jacoby Walters, a highly rated freshman. Who's like their guy when they need it? Langston Love, Langston Love's coming off injury, yeah. uh, and did he tweak it in the offseason? Did I see that? That I don't know. You you'd probably know more than I would on that. But I usually don't know more than you. Oh, that's not true at all. Yeah, it might be limited or out early on after summer injury. Oh man, and he missed the whole year, his whole freshman year, didn't he? Or a big chunk of his freshman year. Don't love that. No, I don't either. Now I do love their perimeter depth. Like even without, like he might have been their fourth best guard anyway. I mean, they still have Ray J. Dennis, Jaden Nunn, and Jacoby Walter. But wouldn't you say it was safe to – like, was Baylor kind of disappointing last year? I kind of think – who was their freshman a year ago? Because I feel like he underwhelmed. Um, yeah, it was um, – I can't think of his name. Yeah, Keontae, like, Keontae George. Keontae George, yep. 
It was okay. Like they were, and, and LJ Cryer was kind of in that same boat. Like they're really fun to watch. Like when they were hot, remember that first half they had against Kansas in one of their games were like, God, they wouldn't miss. And they scored like 50. And then they ended up scoring like 15 in the second half and losing like 85 to 60 or something. They got crushed. Yeah. Fl- um, Flag- Flagler's gone too big. That's three guys right there who all average 15. Yeah. It's like 45 or 50 a game between the three of them. Yep. Like, I think they're, I think they're going to be good, but like, I don't know. I'd also, I guess, wouldn't be shocked if it's kind of the same team as last year where it's like, they're more fun than they are really like they're good, but they're not like a, they're not like a take them really, really seriously good. It's like, boy, that team is just fun to watch because they can, they can fill it up. They look really good when they're out running and gunning, but they're going to lose some dumb games that they shouldn't, which is what that last year's team Baylor did. And I think that that makes them like a like a top four. I think it's fa- very safe to say like a like a top four type of team in the Big Twelve. But I don't know if they have the goods to legitimately win the league. That's fair. And it's gonna be tough, especially with Kansas and Houston there, just to start off with. And Texas. Yeah. And Iowa State. And the purple. And the purple teams and red teams and teams that are just out there playing for funsies. Exactly. What do you think about Houston? Um, you know, just another team loses a lot, but that LJ Cryer gets was huge. Um, the Damian Dunn one from Temple as well. I was reading here, Damian Dunn, apparently Temple upsets, um, Houston last year in a game and that Damian Dunn had like 18 points or something in it. So a little familiarity there. Um, Jamal Shedd is still there. It seems like he's been there forever. He was the guy who, um, they had a game like two years ago where someone like, hit like the water cooler or something something and it, like tossed all like the water cups everywhere and you're just on the bench like picking it up as the game's going. So high high character guy. I think you're I think you're taking creative liberty with that story. I'm pretty sure it was after the game. Was it after the game? <laughs> I think it was after the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get as down. creative as I want, Biggs. Yeah, you do that. You do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let facts get in the way of a good story. No, it's crazy though, Biggs. The cups were out on the middle of of the court and during the game he was out there just grabbing them. He's just like being and nice and, gar- and guarding. Um, well, Kelvin Sampson was over there like chasing an official down with an axe. Because <laughs> that was the deal. It was against Bama, I remember a couple of years ago, and like Kelvin Sampson stormed out because he was they I don't know he got mad at the referees or something, and <laughs> yeah, the whole team was followed his lead, you know, and stormed off, and and he was just like, you know what, custodians, they work they work hard, they got a lot to do, so I'm gonna make their lives a little easier tonight. Love it. Love it. Great character. I do too. As, a, um, as, a, as an ex part-time uh, evening custodian guy for the, for the Fargo school district, I respect the hell out of that. That's great. That's great. Um, so yeah, Cryer, Dunn, um, Shed, all at the guards. Also who, looking at the, the your guy, Emmanuel here, Sharp. I was just about to say, who, who, who do you think I'm going to think is going to break out? Either Emmanuel Sharp or Terrence Arsenal. Emmanuel Sharp. He's my boy. Yeah. Just cause he does what I guy. do and shoots nothing but three pointers. Yep. Um, T. Ars- Arsenal, uh, my boy, um, Javier Francis, Ramon Walker. They do have a couple uh, um, kind of post-player recruits, Joseph Tugler and Jacob McFarland, probably just more depth pieces. Um, just because I know Juwan Roberts and who's their other – is it Francis who's kind of projected to be their yeah, other – Yeah, I think Javier Francis will probably yeah. play more minutes. And then I guess I wouldn't be surprised with that guard rotation if they play maybe four guards. Yeah, I wish Shed I like having that done super and... kind of rotation, though. Right. But if you got that um, many guards, like you're going to have to maybe play four guards just to get to get them all minutes. Yeah. So I don't expect them to be 
have a conference record where they only have like you know two or three losses like they have in the past years in the past few years but definitely you know i see them finishing in the conference in like two to three spot probably with like four or five six losses i'd imagine i can see that i can see that i mean i could i could see them winning the league but i think the winner of the league is going to have probably four or five six losses they could that's how deep this conference is yeah these teams are going to beat up on each other i mean didn't kansas did kansas win the league last year and I don't think their record was like amazing. Didn't they lose four games in a row at one point? Maybe I'm maybe my years are running together, but like I don't think I don't think anybody's winning this league with an eighteen and two record. Let's see, twenty-two, twenty-three. Why did I go back to that conference? Uh Kansas was first, thirteen and five in the conference. Thirteen Texas, and five. Texas second place with six losses. Kansas State and Baylor with seven. There you go. I'm curious if they're playing if they're playing 18 or if they're playing 20. Now that there's more teams. Like there used to be a double round robin, uh, but if there's 14 teams, um, that's not really going to work because you can't really play 26 conference games. Uh, so I don't I don't know, but whatever. I think those. I mean, God. I mean, you talk about preseason rankings, expectations. Kansas is going to be top five. Houston, Baylor, Texas, probably all in the top 15, right? Yep. Iowa State might be ranked Kansas state might be ranked. I mean, there, there could be six teams ranked in the top 25. That wouldn't shock me or the top 25 and one. Yeah. Let's see. Tell us more about that. Actually, actually, I haven't, I haven't listened to them lately, which is kind of nice. Cause I they don't, about they the don't do stuff. as much. I mean, they're t- kind of picking it up again. Yeah. Um, but we'll get off that. Uh, let's go to the purple teams here. Purple. Um, the Vikings. No wrong teams. Uh, TCU and Kansas state. Who will be less purple at the end of the year because they're not choking? If that makes no, that's stupid. Ignore I think, that. Who do you like better? <laughs> I try to get creative sometimes. That one didn't work. You know, it's they're not all going to hit. That's the thing is you got to no. just be willing to you got to be willing to be wrong sometimes because that's how we unlock levels of creativity that we didn't know we had. Yeah. Once you let go of of that serious nature, you can really let the let the creative juices flow. And sometimes you don't know where those flowing directions will lead you. Um, I like TCU. I think their opponents are going to be really purple because, like, don't you get purple when you get, like, bruised and, like, battered? Like, I guess that's what I Yeah, it's like black and blue, which I think can combine into being purple, maybe. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, Um, that works. I don't know how, like, like, physiology or... Biology. Yeah, just skin color, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I don't okay know nothing about skin colors. Yeah, I don't. I know nothing about skin colors. I don't see that. No, I don't either. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're just all we're all we're all Pangean. You exactly. Know? Um, all comes back to Pangea, my boy. By now, Biggs, like you, like we recorded that episode last week, but it's actually when it's released, it's going to be like three weeks later. So people are going to forget about that. There's going to be an incredible uptick in just Pangean research. All five anyway. of our listeners. <laughs> yep. I think TCU is going to be interesting in turn. I I think they're going to just beat the living shit out of people. I don't think they're going to be like. It's another team that I think they're going to win gross. Like they're, they're big and athletic and physical. And even their guards are not particularly good shooters. They're like, they're put your head down and just bully your way to the hoop, like physicality level. Like it's going to be like a football team playing basketball. I mean, they were kind of built like that last year, right? With, I mean, just look at the names that we've got on this list. Emmanuel Miller, Michael well, Peavy. I, I was just about to say, so Tate did a podcast yesterday where he did like an all geezers team. So like three weeks ago? Yesterday. 
Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Time uh, is nothing. He, at this he released one on October 9th, I think. Um, and he's doing like an all geezer team. I feel like he should add Micah PV on that because I feel like he's been in college for like seven years. Is that just like the old guy team? Is that what he's talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. And like he, obviously, like DeAndre Williams is like 37 or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. They did it with coaches too. There's a coach from from one of the one bits who's like 78 years old. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. still going at it. Um, Respect. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, I plugged your podcast, Tate. So make sure you pay me. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I think this TCU team is going to be. I don't know how good they're going to be. I don't know, like, if the pieces all fit great, but, like, I think it's going to be funny. Like, they're just massive. And then you add Ernest Uday, Kansas transfer, who was, like, a former top, what, 35 recruit, top 30 recruit? Very high. Yeah, really highly rated. And, like, I feel like he didn't play a ton last year, but when he did get in, you kind of could see it. Like, you're like, all right, I I can squint right now and see, like, an impactful, just bruising college center. Um. I just and like Avery Anderson is another guard that we've that we've liked for a couple of years from Oklahoma State, like a guy that's going to shoot like we love him from three, yeah. But he's just going to get in your junk and he's going to get down to the he's going to get to the rim. They're just they're going to be big and physical and tough, and I think it's going to be hilarious. And then they got Jameer Nelson Jr. and they have James Posey's kid, a couple of NBA guys that I remember. Is like, this actually James Posey kids? You put a question mark at the end. I believe it is. I believe yeah. James Posey is James Posey's kid. This is okay. not like one of those John things where I'm just going with the last name, assuming they're related. I believe I looked this up. Okay. I'm going to look it up again because now I'm confused. I Very believe, cause yeah, Jameer Nelson Jr. Isn't that like Demarcus Nelson's son or something like that? James Mikey Nito Posey. Jace Posey's dad is James Mikey Mantle Posey. It could be another James Posey. It is James Posey. Yeah, okay, it's, it's the it. former Miami Heat forward. Yep, who played for the Grizzlies. I remember him with the Grizzlies. He was great. Well, he, he he got – he was a part of like when Shaq went to Miami. That's where I remember him. Okay. Yep. He's just a, he, he was a terrific player. I, I, I always like James Posey as a player. Like he'd, he'd be a great player nowadays because, uh, you know, he's a big athletic, just kind of like 3 and D type. Like he's the picturesque 3 and D wing player. Yep. Uh, yeah, but that's that's his kid. So basically, just... Dylan Brooks, but not as mainstream hated. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so apparently, Jameer Nelson's kid and James Posey's kid are on the same college team, and those were players that Love it. I, don't know, I feel like we grew up enjoying watching, probably. So yeah. I like Come, to it's see all coming full circle. Up. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna go to Kansas State here. Naquan Tallman. I said Tallman. Tomlin. Uh, Mike Tomlin's nephew, uh, Cam Carter, David and Gesson all returning. Uh, your boy from our mean green, Tyler Perry, North Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Big get there. Also Arthur Kluma, um, Creighton. I know, I feel, feel like you might think he's kind of an empty calorie guy and you know more about college basketball than I do. So you're probably right. No, I'm in, no, I'm intrigued. I, I think we talked about this maybe over the summer in terms of what, like it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, I don't know what he was searching for because that Creighton offense just seems like one where if you've got skill, you're going to shine. Um, and he was like the fourth guy. So maybe he just wanted more on his plate. He's going to get more on his plate at Kansas state. And so I'm really intrigued to see if like, can he handle being kind of like, like, I guess the natural comparison everyone's going to make is, can he be like, um, who was the Keontae Johnson? Right, Keont- is it Keontae Johnson? Was the was the swing yeah. 
last year who was just awesome. Yep. Like, can he basically be, you know, a facsimile of Keontae Johnson? I, I, I don't know, but like, I, I always kind of like Kaluma. I thought he was an interesting player, but I, I, yeah, I, I guess I'm just intrigued to see if he can handle a bigger role because if he, I think they need him to. How far are they making the tournament? Were they Final Four? Kansas State? Yeah. Or they Elite Eight? Okay. I no, they lost to, how far they did they lose to Florida Atlantic? Might have been. I remember Marquise Noel did I think just dishing everything um during the tournament around there. He was fun to watch. Yeah, he um, was. But he won't be fun to watch this year because he's no longer there. Um but no, they lose a lot. Um Tyler Perry is gonna have a lot more on his plate this year, obviously. You know, big jump in competition there. Um, but no, I'm intrigued. Um, but no, they I just don't know if they have as much firepower. They bring in basically three top 100 recruits as well. So I think the depth is going to be interesting. I think they will have a little bit of depth. And it just seems like, I mean, we only have one year of data to go off of what Jerome Tang, yeah. a Jerome Tang team kind of looks like. So I, I hesitate to like just assume like, Man, we watched them last year, and now we know like that's the formula for every team that he's going to have. If that is the, I mean, the formula that they played with last year was fast-paced, breakneck speed, really get the ball in, in, in obviously Marquise Noel's hands, and like let him just kind of cook in terms of either running high ball screen and like shooting or passing. And it was like we're going to go as this guy goes, and they went far. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I'm assuming if that's the formula, then if Tyler Perry's going to have the ball in his hands, basically playing the Marquise Noel role. I mean, I think Tyler Perry is going to put up some massive numbers. I think he can handle it. So I'm, I'm curious to see if if there's more to them than that. Because I don't, I mean, as much as we like Tyler Perry and we we love our mean green, Marquise Noel was like one of the best, probably what, 15 guys in college hoops last year. And he was awesome. So yeah, I don't know and if Tyler I, like, Perry can do that. And I don't know if Kaluma can be Keontae Johnson. I'm trying to like, you know what I like to do? I, I like to project starting lineups in my head. Um, you really do. I'm trying to look at it. So Perry, Tomlin, I'm guessing if they want to go really big, um, Kaluma, that'd be too big. I, I think Kaluma's going to be at the four. And then Cam Carter probably at the three, and then what, one of those guards, freshman guards, starting right away? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, you can we'll you see. can pencil in Perry, you can pencil in Carter, you can pencil in Kaluma, and you can pencil in Tomlin. Right. What's in guessing? I don't even know. Is he kind of more of a big man? I don't. Yeah, he's he's like a four. And then Kaluma's like, if he were a three, he'd be a very big three. Yeah, he would. He's more of a four, man. Like, nowadays, he's more of a four. Like, you need need more space. Tomlin, I'll step out and shoot it a little bit, but he's more of a rim-running athletic five. You know, maybe he takes a jump, too. It it was big getting him back. Yeah, exactly. And, like, he's an athletic specimen. What is he, about 6'10", 6'11", and, like, long and lean, and he plays great defense. So... You know, I, you know that's a that's a pretty good trio of guys, and I think Cam Carter's okay too. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to like. It's just man, this conference is just someone's got to finish like seventh, and so might be case could be them. Yeah. All right, let's get into the red here, Biggs. You want to talk about the red jerseys? Yep, it's that time of the month. Let's talk about the red. Uh, we have <laughs> Texas Tech, Cincinnati, Oklahoma. You say sorta? I don't think it is sorta. They wear a red, Biggs. Fair enough. It's like a, it's like yeah. a, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely like a dark red, but it is red. So yeah, it's not even sort of, all right. Um, if they're sort of red, Oh, Oh, what's he typing? Obviously red. <laughs> um, 
I don't know much about these teams here, Biggs. I see some names I recognize. Um, Warren Washington. That's probably my favorite alliteration in college basketball. Warren one always jumps. Yeah, that one always jumps out at me. Um, but who do you like out of this group here? I'm intrigued by Cincinnati. I mean, I'll say it. They're jumping up. They're obviously jumping up, right? And they weren't awesome last year, but they bring in they bring in some interesting pieces. Obviously, they bring in your guy Jizzle James, and they have a pretty good transfer class, I think, with Simus Lacocious, who comes over from Butler, Aziz Bandago, who was the Defensive Player of the Year in the WAC, coming over from Utah Valley, and then CJ Frederick, who I, I don't know. I think we. I got, feel like yeah, he's always hurt. Yeah, I think I got a little overexcited about him like three years ago when he was pretty good at Iowa, and then he went to Kentucky and kind of sucked. We got sold a false bill of goods on that one. Yeah, I think I, I got a little overexcited. I think if he's like your eighth guy, though, it's like pretty good eighth guy, you know, or right. ninth guy or whatever he is. Um, I that was of, on that really good Iowa team from a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was, and like he was a he was a great just come off the bench and shoot basically, and he could he could shoot threes and. And I think he's going to probably play something similar for the Cincinnati team. Victor Locken is is a good big man. And John Newman has been, it feels like there's another guy who's been in college forever, productive guard. Rayvon Griffith is like a top 60 recruit, guy who can shoot it a little bit, score on the wing. I, I'm intrigued by that Cincinnati team. I'm a little worried. Like, I think they're going to need Jizzle James. Son um, of LeBron. I thought he was the son of Edgerin. I know. I'm being a smart ass. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Definitely not the son of Mike James. Do you remember Mike James? He was like a little point guard who played point for guard the for the Heat. He he played for Raptors? the Raptors. Okay. Yeah, Raptors? he played for the Raptors. They the played Raptors. for the Wolves for a play, minute. Did he play for the Heat too? Yeah, I think he might have. Might have after the Wolves. They signed him, and he was like, "The reason I signed with the Timberwolves because KG needed me," and then he was not very good. I remember that. I was like ten, and I was thinking, like, "Let's go, Mike James." My well, baby. He, he's not the first pro basketball player that gets brought up on wikipedia it's a foreigner foreign basketball player okay that's sad uh, oh here we go oh i'm just gonna name off the career history for the mike james that we're actually speaking of okay, who mike james who mike james <laughs> <laughs> starting in 1998 the long island surf ubc st Poulton. there's like five straight europe names here uh rock rock the Rockford Lightning, the Miami Heat, Celtics, Pistons, Bucks, Ro- Rockets, Raptors, Timberwolves, Rockets, Hornets, Wizards, uh, Zhejiang Golden Bulls, Alega Petcom, Erie Bayhawks, Bulls, Texas Legends, Mavericks, Bulls, Legends. Talk about someone who didn't take – some people get demoted and then they just retire. He got demoted like three or four times and then got back to the NBA. Hey man, it's not about it's it's why do we why do we fall down so we can to get back up ourselves up? Yep. He Thanks, is uh, he must outward. be he must be a big uh, Chumbawamba fan because he gets knocked down, but then he gets right back up again. Gets back up again. Ain't nothing gonna keep him down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a good song that is. I know. Oh my gosh, Chumbawamba, let's go. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking I, I about, Cincinnati? Cincinnati. I don't know who they're like. Do they have an initiator, like an on-ball creator type, who can initiate offense? Because I think they've got guys who can shoot, and I think they've got like they've got guys who can fill roles. I just wonder if the most important role, which is like offensive engine, they don't have somebody for that, and so it's a team that's like full of role guys without like a without a go-to dude. So that'll be something that I, I I'm in, I'm intrigued to see if that plays out. 
Texas Tech, I think, is going to be kind of in like in that next year. I've got the probably not good, but very not fun to play against. I think new head coach, by the way. Yeah, yeah, your boy. And it's uh, yeah, our mean green coach. Yeah, uh, McCaslin. And so I, I believe they're going to be a team as well that is very just not fun to play against. They're going to be just kind of a, a load because of the defense. I mean, Warren Washington, you like him. He's he's a high-level defensive big. Like Yeah, he's my favorite goal. alliteration. Right. Yeah, he's great. And, like, he's not going to score a lot. But, like, man, he is – he's going to be roaming the paint. And, like, he's a, he's a deterrent at the rim. And Darian Williams, the Nevada transfer, good defensive guy. Joe Toussaint from West Virginia, good kind of point of attack defender – on the, on the perimeter, um, pop Isaacs, who had a pretty nice season last year. I think getting him back was actually pretty, pretty important, but I just wonder, it's like, who's, who's scoring more than like eight points a game for this team. I just, I worry about that. They're going to play. What if, really they, what if they just have like seven guys averaging eight points per game though? That honestly, it might be something similar to that. And they're going to win their share of ball games playing that way. I just think they, they don't have a very high ceiling probably. Did you say Devin Cambridge? Oh yeah, he's he was a late add to them, wasn't yeah, he? Arizona State transfer. Yep, another another uh, well traveled young man. Curran Walton's a senior now. Remember, I liked him his freshman year, but then he just sucked. Yeah, really strange. I really thought he was going to be a good college player, and it looked like he was going to be, and then all of a sudden, it's just like the guy forgot how to play basketball or something. Yeah, he was once in the NBA draft. Like he entered his name in the draft thing at one point. After yeah, very and now he he's can't in Minnesota, even, so I have to root for him. Obviously. He's had two straight years just on the bench. He's just anonymous. Years. You just kind of yeah. forgot about him. He's gonna be yeah. like a guy that like thirty years from now we're just like sitting around remembering dudes. It's like I remember Kerwin Walton. Who who would you remember more in thirty years from now? Uh, Kerwin Walton or Andrew Playtech? Oh, Playtech for sure. Okay. Well, Kerwin Walton's got that big, go big, big hair. And Kerwin Walton or um, uh, KJ Smith. Oh, definitely Kerwin Walton. I don't know who KJ Smith is already. He was the one where, and um, who is their number two guard? Or like, he plays for the Magic now. He was like their really highly rated recruit who was there for one year. Cole Anthony. Yeah, Cole Anthony. When he got hurt, KJ Smith was just a walk on who started a couple games for them. Who was like that overweight kind of guard who was supposed to be really Jeremiah, good? Jeremiah, Jeremiah Francis. Yeah. Where's he at? He, might, he was at like New Mexico. I'm no, not sure. like somewhere in D2 maybe. That's what I was going to say. I think he went somewhere in D2. Yeah. Poor guy. Wow. Isn't that fun? That's like the whitest guy thing ever is just like sitting around remembering dudes. Yeah. I love this activity. It's one of my favorites. Just sit around remembering dudes. See where he is anymore. Wherever he transferred, it wasn't noteworthy because there's no news on him embarrassing yeah poor guy all right oklahoma sooner nation uh last year in the big 12 will it be a banner year for them what do you think no i think they suck yeah i don't think they're gonna be all that great i mean they have transfers um i know that you don't know much about these guys because that you put like where they're transferring from but you also put (laughs) points per game i don't know if you put points per game for any of the players on any of the other teams but oklahoma that's strange. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's how I know that you don't think too highly of this team because you're just grasping at straws for stuff. To I'm talk grasping. About this team. Yeah, I don't know yeah. a ton. I don't um, know a ton. I know, I know John. I believe it's pronounced hugely. Oh, but he's, even, he's, even though it looks like he's good. It should be hugely because he's a huge boy. Yes. Yeah. Um. He's no, two seventy five. I, I don't know Javian McCollum. I don't know Latre. 
um darth hard um utah valley guy that utah valley team was awesome last year yeah i i know i heard the the name rivaldo suarez or however you pronounce it from oregon i don't know if he did anything there because no one does anything in oregon right um i can't say say i'm excited for this team no i i i think after like we always talk about the point of uh is it demarcation is that the word you always use yeah I was thinking about it earlier. I think it's right after – it's after Kansas State. So the top seven. Yeah, I think so too. And then it's like if there are – what, there's seven more teams? Like so basically right in the middle. Maybe maybe one of those teams is good. Right. You know, kind of th- like one of that mop of seven is probably going to be good. And so, yeah, like the seven is, you know, Kansas, Houston, Baylor, Texas, Iowa State, TCU, Kansas State. And yeah. then after that – so can we get two of those teams to be good? I was going to say, well, like, how many after the seven do you think could be, like, even bubble teams? Like, Cincy? Yeah, maybe Tech- Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Texas, maybe Tech- Oklahoma Tech- State. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, but they're just going to take so many losses because this conference is so stacked, you know, yeah. at the top. But they're all, they're all Q1, though. They're all True. Q1. They're going to lose you, a lot of quarter you, one You games. can be uh, 0-32 as long as it's. Q1 losses. High quality losses. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad loss there. Milo Shuzan, I know, is, is supposed to be a guard that everybody really, really likes. He's going to be like an all an all conference caliber point guard. But yeah, the rest of the team just leaves a lot to be desired. So, yeah. Porter Moser, man. Like, I don't know. Is this it? Are you just, is this all we're going to be like after we had that awesome run? At, it's yeah. It's kind of been awesome a little, run. Like, it's been a little underwhelming. Do you think yeah. he regrets it at this point? Do Dang you it. regret leaving that situation to be at Oklahoma? A lot tougher competition. Obviously you pay more money, but yeah. a lot less winning. Yeah. Yeah. You're crying all the way to the bank probably. Right. You know? Poor guy. Yeah. What a bummer. I don't know. Uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Like, how big is that city? Like, is that place popping? Not that he's like, you know, he's an older fella, but like, Norman. They have some good uh, strip clubs. He can. Oh uh, my god, it's eighty-seven degrees right now there. Fuck that place. Hundred twenty-eight thousand people. So that's like. Okay, so it's decent size. It's not. It's not tiny. There's not nothing there, but. Oh, it's right in Tornado Alley, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's the whole state of Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. That's what the no mess for, actually. Yeah. 77% white people. 4% American Indian and Alaskan. 4.5% black. 4.9% Asian. Asian communities heavier than the uh, than the African American community. We're just turning over a new page every single episode. When have we talked about the demographics of a college town ever before? Yeah. Who else does this? Just no. mid-court match. Yeah. It's just us. Yeah, this is our lane now. Apparently, this is our lot of yeah. life. We talk about yeah. Pangea, and we talk about the demographic of of the college. You know? Do you think now we've accumulated enough content to where we can have like a you know how like I in college basketball does their intro, where it's like where we sometimes discuss <laughs> like like what's ours, where we sometimes discuss college town demographics, Pangea, <laughs> and Caleb loves shooting percentage. Yeah, and remember we used to do like relationship advice too. Oh my god, that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think I said bowling was like a fifth date. 
bowling was a fifth day. Yeah, we take it incredibly <laughs> slow on the on the mid <laughs> You know, the first four dates are coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to the next one here. We have Oklahoma State and BYU in the probably not good, but very not fun to play against. Um, because they're just gonna sucker punch you. Yeah, they're gonna be physical and mean, and so. I don't know. The more I, the more I've heard about Oklahoma State, people are there's people that are high on them. Is it because of Bryce Thompson? Probably. John Michael Wright has three names, so he's probably a serial killer. But I think he's more can like John Michael bit. Wrong. Oh, isn't yeah. John Michael Wright? That sounds like a country singer, doesn't it? It also sounds like a former Gopher center, oh, but not yeah, quite. John awesome. Michael Schmitz. John Michael Schmitz. Man, yeah. we miss him. Our line yeah. sucks now. Yeah. Sad. Um, Wait, I thought you were a Georgia fan. You shouldn't I, care anything I, about Minnesota. I, I get to I get to like Georgia because I also like Minnesota, you know. Gotcha. So that's my So little... I like the Vikings, so I also get to like I don't know, the Chiefs? No, fuck that. Okay. Chiefs are that's too bandwagony now. You have to start like like if three years ago. Dolphins. Old... How about the Dolphins? Dolphins offense Ooh. is fun to watch. They are fun to watch. Yeah. My God, did you see that running back the other day? Like the highlight where uh, they do uh, chain or whatever, however it's he hits the hole and literally just like fucking scoots over to the left and just runs right past like a safety. It's like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> did you see that highlight? Where I he, didn't. He, no. Oh my god! It was like his speed was. He was just on like the turbo boot. Like he, what's the video game where it's like you can hit like a like it's the race car one, the Mario Kart, and you hit like a like a you run over something and you get like a like a jetpack or a turbo boost type of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he had that. It felt like he had that on one of his runs, and everyone else was just caught in his freaking dust. It was insane. I've never seen that in the NFL. You see that in college, right? Where like the athletes yeah. sometimes are just way better. You don't see that in the NFL. It was like, oh my god. Did you see the Bijan? He's had a couple of highlight videos where it's like the camera is like directly above, like the I've, sky I've cam. Have you seen some of those? Oh my, else. you have to watch it because his he's smooth. He's something else. Yeah, he's yeah. he's legit. Yeah. yeah, we have you seen Alex Madison? <laughs> Has he had a run longer than like eight yards all season? What's his? I want to see what his yards per carry is compared to like. Remember Matt Asiata? <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. He's Ooh. like a taller Asiata. It, it, Asiata it'd be was great. Like if Asiata could eclipse like two yards per carry, that was an accomplishment. Well, it was always okay, three, three it was always like if you need if you need three yards, he'll get you three. Yeah. If you need if you need five yards, he'll get you three. You know, or something. What was that old? Yeah, that was I the thing with Asiata. Madison's YPC is four point two. What's considered? What's like that mark where it's like you have to be here to be good? It's like four point four, four point six. Yeah, I guess I don't or know. Like I, I guess I consider like anything above four is is probably like under four. It's like that's not very good. Yeah, exactly. I think probably like four and a half. I mean, depending on volume, it used to be you'd like to be five, but I just don't think guys are doing that anymore. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that's our BYU just, preview. Yeah, it just feels like Madison hasn't had a run over like twelve yards all season. No. So. Yeah. Now I'm done with now I'm done with my Viking talk. And BYU, it's like a lot of white guys. Besides this Fusini Traore, I love that dude. He's like six six and he's like two sixty and he's Is that six, like Johan Traore? Is that how it was? The Auburn guy who transferred to what was his name? Yeah, it was Traore. Yeah. Is that the same? they have to be brothers. They have to be. They have to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Let me see. I mean, there can't possibly be multiple people named Traore. There can't be. I think he's from like Nigeria or something. Okay, no, they're not brothers. Huh. Johan has three brothers, uh Marvin, but it's pronounced different than the Marvin you're used to. Marwan. Uh, Imeric 
and Christ Laven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. this Traore more. He's a he's a horse. Like he's just big physical double double type of dude. Um gonna be tough little tougher sledding in the Big Twelve versus the WCC. I just think this BYU team is going to have a lot of WCC athletes trying to play Big 12 basketball, and that's probably not going to look all that pretty sometimes. Nope. I wonder how long that coach is still there. It feels like three years ago, if you were to say, Pope. like, Mark Pope is going to be, like, the next big-time coach and he's going to get a huge job soon. I was like, yeah, Mark Pope, like, hit the throttle down. Love that guy. And it feels like they've just kind of gone into, like, a like it feels like they've they've stalled out a little bit. Oh, you know who else they added, though? They added the kid who was like Marcus Adams. He was like a top 50 recruit. Great guy. Remember that guy? He was going to go to Kansas, and then he was going to go to Gonzaga, and somehow he's oh. at BYU. Um, I remember you talking about him, Marcus Adams. Yeah, he's like a top 50 recruit. And so I don't know if he'll be eligible. Will he still uh, be there at the start of the year, though? That's, the that's a great question, too. After like yeah. a couple of practices, he's going to be like, coach told me not to do something, so I'm out. Yep. I don't know. Kids um, are soft these days. They are soft. They're so soft and sad. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I don't think they're going to be great. Sorry, okay. Cougs. Right, let's go to the bottom here. West Virginia, UCF. Um, I'm just going to name names. Uh, West Virginia. It's going to have a ton of swag this year with Kirk Creesa. Um, Raekwon Battle. Where did he Where did he come from? It was somewhere in the summit, I think. It was like that name sounds Kansas. So it was like UMKC, maybe. Raekwon. Oh no, Montana State. Yeah, it is. Okay, I don't know why his name sounds familiar then. Um, is he from Montana State? Yeah, he is. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Josiah Harris, he's brothers with Tobias. Um, Quinn Slezinski. I know he's at Louisville at one point. That's about all I know. But and I own a ton, of, ton, of, ton of turmoil. Um, oh, your boy, Kirk Risa. I know. But tur- turnover and turmoil. That's what I meant to say. Um Huggy Bear is gone. No longer can hug him anymore. They have a coach who had all these circumstances not happen in the offseason, would not be a D1 head coach, I don't think. Yep. So expect a bad year for West Virginia. Yeah, it's too bad because like there was a there was a moment there where it's like, man, they really weren't they like the winners of the transfer portal? Didn't we do an episode where it was like West Virginia was the highest rated portal recruiting team or whatever? And well, who did they have? They had gotten someone who left right after all the Huggy Bear stuff. I think. Uh, Trey Mitchell. Is that who it was? Yeah. I, I think, I, I, I well, think uh, Carissa. Last year. I think and, Carissa flirted with it too. Yep, I think so too. And they had Joe Toussaint who basically decided to leave after Huggy Bear's thing. So it's like if you had both those guys along with Kirk Carissa and Jesse Edwards and Raekwon Battle and Quince Lazinski and – uh, who is the dude that they got who just decided he's transferring? It's probably going to Michigan. I can't remember his name. Uh, the dude it's from not... Manhattan. I'm seeing Acock Acock. Is he still on there? Acott Acott? Acock Acock. A cook a cook. Is that it? A cook a cook. <laughs> is he still there? Because I don't see him on your list. I have no idea. I don't know a thing name. about him other than that his name is a cook a cook, which is a funny name to me. It listed as a five star here. Oh, he's from Yukon? Okay. I don't know if there's like a five star on the like. Remember how we talk about like are these five stars in the transfer portal or were they originally five stars when they came out of high school? Sure. So they actually have them listed here as five stars. 
It's like great. Well, hey, maybe uh, maybe he'll do something then. Yeah. Who knows? But it's going to be one of those seasons where Kirk Kreese is just jacking shots, and so that could be a lot of fun, or it could be very tragic. Oh, I'm going to love it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you can tell a lot about someone's character by if they have the same reaction, whether or not they make it or miss it. And he's always going to be swagged out. It's always like crease of time. As opposed to the guys during like pickup ball who like they might make like four in a row. But then if they miss their fifth one, it's just like it's 10 F-bombs on their way back down the floor. I hate those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're 80%. Chill out. I know. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah. Uh, UCF Bigs. Um, they're in the central part of Florida. Yep. They don't have uh, Antoine Jones via Memphis, via Creighton, via Louisiana, via St. Petersburg Community College. So that is a that is a well-traveled young man. Uh, if you find somebody that gets him to settle down, she's going to be quite special. Uh, this man is a, is, is a rambling soul. So uh, that's all I've got on UCF. Uh, prediction time, Biggs. Um, it's been a while since we did this, so I'm not sure who, who goes first. Uh, I'll let you go first. All right. Um, I want as my first selection. I gotta look through some teams here. To rock and roll all night and party every day. I wanna rock and roll all night. John, this is pretty a pretty easy first pick, I think. There's a National Player of the Year candidate in this conference at the very top that would make sense to draft. I don't know if I want to go with the center right away. Ooh. I'm trying to build a roster here. Fair enough. Um, Hunter Dickinson. Are you going to play him at center? Ooh, size matters. <laughs> He's listed at seven two on the Kansas basketball side. Did you know that? I was also listed at five seven in my high school program. <laughs> nice. I was listed yeah. at six five, and every time I went through the line, I was like, I'm not six five. <laughs> six four and a half. It became like a running joke. Yeah, I'm six four and a half, baby. Let's yeah. go. I don't lie. <laughs> All right, you get two picks. All right. Um, I should have known this, and I should have been ready, but I'm not. Um, hmm. This is actually kind of hard now. I don't, I don't know. Who I feel I'm like going. this has just turned into like part two of us naming names. Kind of has. <laughs> so many good players that I don't know who I who I want to take. I will take. Hmm. There's so many darn point guards that I don't. It's like, man, I'm gonna take this guy, but then I'm not taking this guy. Then you literally take like ten point guards. I will take. I'll take Jamal Shedd. I think he's got defensive player of the year potential. He's going to like... i defensive player of the year. I know, but like I think he'll be on the all-conference team for sure. Okay. My second pick will be... <sighs> Jacoby Walter from Baylor. I took Keontae George last year and he let me down. I think Jacoby Walter is going to be the guy that that pays me off this year. I'm going to go. I got two picks here. Yep. 
Um, Tyrese Hunter, my Ooh, boy. Nice. Yep. And then I am going to go. LJ Cryer. I like that. I like that a lot. Just a yeah. solid roster. That is a solid roster. Got my guards taken care of. <clears throat> yeah, you really did. I will take. You know what we didn't mention at all, and I don't want to draft this guy, but Jonathan Chamochachua, your guy, double T. T squared. No, not double T. You're right. T squared. Yep. He's back. So is Jalen Bridges from Baylor. So is Josh Ojawuma, who was just like a giant guy last year who played a little bit as a freshman. Um, I think we should just make sure we shout those guys out. I think that Baylor team's got you know, some front court. I'm I'm curious. You know, the Baylor issues last year were really like their guards, right? Like they just they scored a lot, but like their front court was sucked. Maybe your boy T squared like shores that up. Hopefully. All right, I'm going to take Dewan Harris because I love that guy and okay. uh, he's awesome. I really have a soft spot for like the bulldog defensive bleed guards, you know, really like those types of players. And my next pick, I will take Tyler Perry, the the high scoring Kansas state point guard. Okay. For being honest, if you were not going to take one of those um, Kansas state guys, I was going to take both of them. Nice. Um, but you left me Arthur Kaluma, so I'll take him. All right, that's fun. Uh, how do I want to fill up my roster? Do I want Kaluma as the three in like a big lineup or the four, which is probably how like college basketball is playing today? I know. I've got four um, point guards on my team. <laughs> so, I, so I could just like beat you up down low if I pick someone like Nate Tomlin. I can just press your ass up and down the court. Um... You just throw it off the backboard, North Carolina style, though, and we just best shots a miss shot, baby. <laughs> Ray J. Dennis. Oh, I like that. Yep, I like Ray J. I think he's gonna have a good year too. Boy, let's see. Wait, do you have another pick? No, nope, I'm done. So I got. I'll go through mine since mine is such. My, I have an incredible roster here, Dix. You really do. Um, LJ Cryer, Ray J. Dennis, Tyrese Hunter. I got Hunter Dickinson. And um, Arthur Kaluma. That is a nice little. That is a nice little outfit. Yep. Let's see. All right. Who do I want? I'm just take another point guard if I wanted to. I could take to mean Lipsy, but I think I'll take a big man at this point because I do need one. You have to go against Hunter Dickinson, so yeah, you need. I one. know. Ah oh, man, I got Desue. I got Naquan Tomlin. <sighs> Victor Lakin. I mean, Jesse Edwards. I could take Kirk Kreisa, too. I mean, that'd be kind of... We need, like, four people drafting these teams. I will take... I lost my my train of thought. I'll take Dylan DeSue. I think he's going to have a big year for Texas. Basically, my my team... Oh, man, I could take KJ Adams, too. I'm a big fan. My team dominates yours. Your team can't keep up with my team. Oh, God. Not even close. Uh, freshman of the year. Let's see. You picked a freshman, didn't you? Yeah, probably. I think either either Jacoby Walter or or um, uh, or Omaha the, BU. Iowa State BU. Yeah, Omaha BU. BU. Um, I'm going to go with my boy Jizzle. Oh, Jizzle. Yeah, he's LeBron James' son, so he's going to get all the hype. Um, we're just going to get Jizzle with it. Yeah, can't blow your load too quick on that one. 
a lot of, I mean, a lot of people are big on El Marco Jackson too, but I just yeah. think with Kansas, like he's going to, it's numbers, tough for a freshman at Kansas to get that award. Cause there's I agree. Too many like, other guys. at his best, he's going to look amazing and it'll be a lottery pick, but I don't think his season long counting stats are going to look great. It's going to be like seven and a half points because he just probably won't shoot that much. Agreed. Coach of the year. <clears throat> Drum tang. Otzelberger. Well, with that, I think that is the Big Twelve preview. I think it is too. Yeah, that's a hell of that's a hell of a league, John. I think this one Do is going to be. I feel like after the Big East, we're like, yep, this is the best conference of basketball, college basketball. After the Eastern Conference and Western Conference in the NBA, of course. I think I think um, the Big Twelve is better. Do you think it's the Big East is better than the Big Twelve? Yes. Really? I think you can talk yourself into the Big Twelve just because there's more volume to it. I think the percentage of good and great teams in the Big East versus the Big Twelve is higher. If that makes sense. There's a great like eighty percent of the Big East is good. Yeah, because like we were talking about like the Big East, like they, have, they probably have like three or four teams in tier one and like three or four in tier two. That's like two thirds of the conference right there. Whereas we talked here, there's like we identify like the first half of like as like the point of demarcation. So the good half, and then, and then right. it falls off a little bit. Right. So I think Big East, just because it's like it might be the benefit of having less teams than the Big Twelve yeah. does. Flatter. Um, Right. I think I, I'd go with the Big East. Okay. Okay. Yep. I would disagree, but okay. I still want to be friends. So Okay, perfect. I think we, we can be a shining light for society here. We're allowed to disagree and like that's healthy. I, I actually feel great about hearing your perspective. I think you're right. You make some great points. I'm gonna go back to my wedding. Um like the uh what's the thing where you, you like list everyone in the wedding party? Yeah. Uh, the programs and uh Put it white out over your name as best man. Oh, I don't even just get demoted. It's not like yeah, an arrow where no. you like scoot me down one. But it's like, <laughs> he's gone, actually. Yeah, he's, he's gone. He, he wasn't there. I get it. That, that incredible speech never happened. It's a C plus. Yeah. Uh, you're too kind. <laughs> All right. Anything to put a bow on this? I don't think so. I think I, I, I'm just, I'm fired up, John. I mean, obviously it's, it's, what is it? October 30th right now or something like that? Is that what you just said? Uh, this, I think I have it tentatively scheduled for the 23rd. Okay. So we've got like three weeks until college basketball, basically. Yeah. So we have this one. We have the SEC, which we'll probably do sometime next week, I would imagine. Yeah. And release it. That'd probably be the 30th. And then I think we'll probably just do a couple of random topics ones after that. Yeah. I got um, some, I got some good stuff for random topics too. I got some, okay. uh. Yeah, I'll, I'll send I'll send some stuff your way that we can just basically just digest. And so, yep. but I'm fired up, man. Can't wait. All right. Okay, see you next week. Bye.